okay and it's katie and this is classically black podcast where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession with trap beats playing in the background it was roosters crawling in the background <laughs> it's not even there like. <laughs> okay i mean it, it, yeah i guess it's earlier than we usually record so. oh well depending on what you think is early like if two o'clock in the morning is early okay <laughs> i'm proud of us I mean, also, we had no choice. <laughs> I mean, we did have choice. I mean, yeah, no episode. No. We have episode. But that would be Wait. such a waste. Like, like that would, you should have just stayed in LA. Actually, no, we did other stuff. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, no. I'm proud of us. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be a short episode. We'll see. But every time we see that. Every time. Right. Like, watch this be our first three-hour episode. And I am strongly against it. <laughs> So, nope. Twenty minute episode this week. Right, we should start doing what therapy for black girls do when some episodes be seven minutes. Could you imagine? Well, what could we possibly even? Sometimes our intros are seven minutes. Sometimes our intros are fifteen minutes. Yeah, we talk about chicken sandwiches. Right. So, all right, y'all. News this week. We haven't jumped to the news in under five minutes since like our first episode. But go ahead. Minute thirty. News this week. Um, got it again. All right. So, um, a Nashville mother is upset because a school band assessment um, criteria school band assessment okay. <laughs> um, okay. caused teachers to well, the teachers used the criteria as an excuse um, to say that her daughter uh, could not play the flute because of the size of her lips. Okay, so her daughter, like, it was like, you can audition on three different instruments. Like, you choose your top three or whatever. Um, and then they do the test and they see what you're, like, most suited for. Um, so they told her that, like, your lips are too big, you can't play the flute, but you, you could try the baritone, which is not even close. Like, <laughs> sis wants to play the flute. Like, I can't imagine telling a, a nine-year-old that. Right. What's um, wrong with y'all? So, of course... Uh, the girl comes home and is like, mommy, I just couldn't do it. Like, my lips are too full. And it said, it said that she said that she couldn't make a proper sound out of it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, because you're a beginner. Uh, a beginner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this was a terrible idea. You're a beginner. Right. I was like, okay. It, I was like, flute is not an instrument that you just blow into. Exactly. Like, you just had her blow on it. I was like, some people take a long time to get a sound out of a flute. Yeah. Like, it's not just no regular, like, you put your mouth over it and you... Like yeah. you actually you have to build the embouchure. Like for some people, it, they get it quicker. For some people, it takes like a long time. Yeah, like it truly takes a long time. So I just don't like that's not even. I think I think flute is one of the more accessible, more forgiving uh, wood instruments. Embouchure like wise. Embouchure wise. I mean, to, for, for but to I begin know, with, I, I know no. what you don't to think be, so. No. I mean, everyone's off. Obviously, everything's like the, different because you don't blow, like you put your mouth on a reed and blow straight into. I mean, That's making true, a sound. Not everybody can do that. Compared I, to brass, I, I'm mm-hmm. talking about wood I mean, instruments. I, I, I was talking about wood, wood instruments in general. But also, if you learn how to buzz first, I guess. I yeah, mean, I we're just in like and like I know there's people that play these instruments, but I'm just talking about simply making a sound. Yeah, simply making a sound. Yeah, flute you can't just you, like, and it really depends on who you are. Baritone. But like, oh yeah, was, you just blow into a baritone. Yeah, like if you learn how to, I mean, I'm not gonna not, do the sound. But not like, even if you can teach baritone. I mean, I know they're not the same. Yeah, but if you can teach a bar, like, cause baritone amateurs like. <laughs> but I mean, they, I feel like they're not even worried about that. Is she really learning all these embouchures to begin no, with? No, you tell her like, like, no, this is a, a, literally an assessment test for an instrument she don't even play yet. How you mad? Cause she can't, cause she can't play an instrument she don't play. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> also. It's probably a thing. I'm like, I'm not, I would never defend the band director ever because this is like really ignorant. But it's probably one of them things. You know how like everybody's on for violin and it's like, okay, mm. sis, like we need some violas. Like teachers make decisions like that. Like cause when you have 73 violins, a bass player, who's like probably the smallest one, and uh, and three cellos, like who gonna play viola? You know, you need to round it out. Like, and then I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. saying this is really, really ignorant. Yeah. So um, the. The policy on the website like says that um, um, the teachers take a couple weeks to evaluate all the students and identify what they might be able to play um, according on their musical aptitude, physical, academic, behavioral, personal, and other factors. Musical aptitude. 
I, I know what they mean by musical aptitude, but I, I'm surprised that people are using musical aptitude as a, as a gauge to pair it. Right. That is like literally, that's literally what people did in the 1970s. Um, it says that such things as the shape of students' lips, mouth, teeth, and size of hands and arms, uh, wishes, and instrumentation needs will be taken into account. Okay. Because when I was learning, like, this is the same kind of process, like, when I was learning how to play an instrument, like, I, like I said before, I, I didn't pick the bass. Mm-hmm. I was one of the, like, I was at the age cap for YOLO when I got in, mm-hmm. like, cap is 12 to enter mm-hmm. um and so they were like oh well you're one of the oldest ones i was probably about my height now mm-hmm. like and they were like so of, of all the kids i was one of the tallest people because mm-hmm. everybody else was like six so mm-hmm. um they were like oh you should play the bass however like also the bass is is nice because you can move quickly at the beginning Mm-hmm. I just feel like, like, like I would put a smart kid on the base. If you were smart, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure you were, like I would be like, put her on base. Okay. Um, but okay. All right. So anyway, but like you don't have to be like they did that because in comparison to everybody else, like yeah. you know, and also they I wasn't the only person they started on base. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to be big. Like there's people in my studio who are tiny. Yeah. Like five feet tall, petite, like. And you can do and like I get it's a little different because string instruments you have more flexibility because you can have different sizes. Mm-hmm. But like this is incredibly ignorant to, for this girl to want to play the flute and then like you're saying like you had the wrong lip size. And they were like, oh, what? Well, it would just be easy. It would just be too hard. I'm like, music's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. Also, nothing in life is supposed to be easy. I was like, what? They were like, well, she would just. It would be easier for her to adapt to it. Like. It takes work, and if and if you give her the flu and she's mad because it takes too much work, then maybe she can switch. Yeah, but like if she want to try it, you can just be like, if you really think you're right, just be like, all right, sis, try it. Yeah, you like, really think you're right. Like if that's really what you think. So the the mom like she met with um the director, um or she met with the principal and some and some uh, school board members, and um like she said that even if even if it wasn't like malicious or anything, like it doesn't take take away from the fact that it's damaging yeah. to students, like and it's limiting, like to a student that wants to play this instrument, like. And so apparently, when her um when the girl's father heard that she wanted to play flute, they wasn't letting her. Like he sent her a flute to play, Aww. right? So um eventually after all this happened, like they they did let her play it, but like yeah. why did we have to go through all of this? Also. I know everybody don't have that flexibility, but my kid is not learning from you. Like my That's kid, true. I'm not gonna, you told my, you, first of all, you literally told my nine year old that her lips are too big to play an instrument. She's nine or whatever, or 11 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, on top of that, I had to fight you for her to do it. And also statistically speaking, the research shows that kids do not learn from people that don't think like them. So I'm not sending my kid to you to teach her. Right. I'm like if, if if I can't afford proper lessons, I'm like Lisa probably got some tutorial on YouTube, sis. Like a lot of people on Facebook, of course. Which y'all got time on Facebook? Yeah. I mean, God bless it. Um, like what this got nothing to do with, and it's like it's not like they was back there like that. You know, like you know, like oh that black girl, she can't do nothing. Like, but it doesn't matter. People like. I feel like just people be treating black kids different. Like, oh, well, you know, yeah, like, like writing you off. Yeah. Like, you're might... not willing to work hard. Like, okay, if it's hard, but we do hard things. So, and Simone Biles, the ones that are dusting all y'all girls. Like, like, you think the bass not hard? You think the viola not hard? Like, like <laughs> okay. Like, that doesn't make you know, that's like, like somebody, I've been dusting y'all for years. Like, you say, like, oh, I would be a perfect bass player. Like, that's like somebody looking at your hands and be like, no, how dare you play viola? Like, you must play bass. Yeah. Like, you have bigger hands than I do. And you be okay on the on the track. Okay, stay on the track. <laughs> no, but I was like, like if you if if people really use that, like have you seen Isaac Perlman's hands? Yeah, little soft fingers. They are. He, he should not meaty. be playing the. Yeah, they should. I don't know what he should be playing, but it's not violin. <laughs> he should play octobase. Like, yeah, but his hands are also they're like. Yeah, they're not big, but they're yeah. meat. I'm like, how are you getting those tiny, teeny, tiny little notes? But yeah. he's Isaac Perlman, so yeah. Like, I don't know what they maybe like percussion or something with not that's still like finger orange i don't know you gotta use your fingers for everything you know what i mean okay Trump i'm mad you like he should be playing a violin can you imagine like literally I, I would i would never reach that level okay it's oh, true I mean, you almost did so 
Um, I am. Mm-hmm. Finish the story. I'm actually ready to wrap this up. Okay. Like the whole episode. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, but a lot of people were like, well, I use this process. And I'm like, that doesn't make it right. Exactly. Um, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like they had slaves and we also had slaves. Okay. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, and then you had, um, like, you, I just feel like you act as if, or they're acting as if, like, black people don't play these instruments. Like, are you kidding? Have you seen Damari McGill's lips? And y'all can't even touch the hem of his garment. And, and never will. Like, so, I just don't, I just thought it was like, like, okay, you want to take that into account, sure. But you also, this is another thing, you also don't want to work to accommodate other, like, like, people with, um with different features yeah like how um yeah someone made a really good point yeah a really good point who was it i think it was i don't want to say yeah shanice um shanice who was our black yeah (laughs) who was our black excellence a while ago she was saying like she had a teacher that told her that she should go study with a black horn teacher because she couldn't figure out why she couldn't why she struggled in the high range and that someone like like a black teacher would be able to help her with her quote special situation okay first of all kind of special situation i was like special situation first of all what now i will say i wish more teachers would understand that like you outgrow students and you no longer have anything to offer them Mm -hmm. but you could have just told her to go to the teacher that she doesn't have a special situation yeah like black people play the horn Mm -hmm. better than you (laughs) don't okay yeah but like i just feel like they were like well this isn't gonna be easy for me to teach you this so we're gonna put you on another like you don't have the range to yeah exactly like and also as a teacher like it's not like you you're in your position and like now this is just who you are like you should also be someone who's growing and learning as well like you shouldn't be stagnant in Mm -hmm. in what you know like because like one thing i like about my teacher is like he um is really like known for that like he actually wrote an article about that in like the strat or something Mm -hmm. about teaching students with different body types because the bass is a full body instrument like i'll be and um and my teacher is actually like he's not a big dude like he's maybe an inch taller than me like Mm -hmm. if that you know we might be like we're around the same height um but and he's like you know like he's not a big dude at all mm-hmm. um probably way more than him like way stay more than him. <laughs> on the track like but you he has students that are like six two that right. he's teaching and he's like okay let me see what's gonna work for you like he's you know like he's put time mm-hmm. into seeing what's going to work for students that have different have a different setup than him like he don't he doesn't want people that are cookie cutter of him like right and he and you have to put time into that like he don't just know that i'm sure he's worked on that like i mean he has 42 years of experience also like here, teachers who but, work like my, my undergraduate teacher like i forgot what we i don't remember exactly what we were working on and like she was trying different stuff and she was moving my viola around she's like you're really making me work today and it's like but that's what you job she's yeah, under, yeah she yeah. she understands exactly. that, like i really get paid to to do this to, to do this it's not supposed to be easy it's not supposed to be easy she's like <laughs> Wow, Katie, you you really make me work today, yeah. and like I'm like I appreciate her saying that, but she also realizes that like, <laughs> yeah, like sometimes like not, they give you what they what they do, but it don't work, and they're like, all right, well, let's see what else we could try. You're right, not like well, like I don't know what else to do for <laughs> you. Right. you, you well, this is, looks like this is the end of the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I'm not gonna say. I hope you've had a good time. I'm not gonna say who it was, but I think I told you like uh, one of my teachers, her teacher. They were working, working, and she was like, well, I don't know what else to do for you. I couldn't imagine if Mr. Taylor looked me in my face and was like, I don't know what else to do for you. You don't, no idea? Yes. Nothing? You can't even, like, not even a a semblance of an idea you can offer? Nothing? At all? I, and I'm thinking, I wouldn't know what to do. I have nothing else to offer you. I don't don't know what else to do for you. Your, Your studio teacher telling you, your applied teacher telling you that? Okay, now you year three. What are we gonna do for next year? We are just gonna be sitting, so we staring at each other. We get coffee every week. Or <laughs> I don't mean, I'm rude though. So I'm getting like, my hour. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my hour of labor. So what are you doing? You're sorting my files. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> I'm rude. I'm like, so what, so what are we doing next week? <laughs> yeah, I'll find this cute little coffee shop down the road. With I'm okay. good. I'm getting my. That's like on the office. Everything's the office. But when they freaking hired that um that stripper for no. For, <laughs> Or when Phyllis and Bob Vance were getting married, and um, they hired for her for his bachelor party, and he like didn't want her, and then yeah. Dwight was like, "Well, we hired you for the yeah time already." <laughs> so she he was she was in there taking calls and stuff like. 
Y'all making me want to go back and watch The Office yeah, for she, like the seventy third time. She was like, "So you want me to answer the phones with my clothes on?" He was like, "We already paid you." So. <laughs> he sucks. Yes, it's <laughs> amazing. All right, yeah. So they eventually, after they went through all of that, um, she was she was allowed to play um and Ben, but like now she probably like turned off like yeah. and turned like off not, from you and yeah she probably not she might not be turned off from the flu but she definitely turned off from that band like I would yeah. not want to be sitting in there knowing that my mama had to meet with the school district board and the freaking principal and it's in the news like you know but then also like your mom did all this stuff for you like to her mom was like you're gonna be the best on yeah. flute player in yeah <laughs> and making sure of it <laughs> like and that's some petty stuff I would do I'm like listen Right now you gotta we we on the flu three hours a day after school right uh, flu first <laughs> right y'all mad homework wait you can't wait like, we gonna prove we gonna prove that I mean wrong. I would do that I might even hold you <laughs> I mean especially if my kid was down for it I'm like you gonna be the best flu player in. right now you getting private lessons like right private lessons from the jump I'm like <laughs> dust these hoes <laughs> in middle school I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna embarrass you're gonna embarrass little Johnny okay. every <laughs> Little week. Johnny didn't do nothing I to you. <laughs> my, my kid looking at me like <laughs> bright eyed. I don't care. You you won't be uh breeding them competition kids that be I can't see myself doing that <laughs> because like I'm I i was not a competition kid, so I don't I, I can't see that. But if this happened I'll be like, look, girl, you'll be the best food player. Right. I'm getting you the best teacher, Adam Sadbury. All right. Like, I'm we, like, we drive to Memphis every week. Right. <laughs> Driving. Could you right. I'm like, you miss Not even a Skype lesson. You, but we are going in person. Right. Like, so he can breathe on you. you okay. <laughs> I'm like, you miss school on Fridays. You homeschool now. Um, so you go practice food. Okay. <laughs> You're not here in the band no more. Right. I ain't going to school. <laughs> And we get you. You go to Juilliard at sixteen. Okay. okay. So you know you gonna go back. You gonna play that flute for him. Right. Exactly. You gonna watch his eyes roll in the back of his head. Talk about you can't play flute. Right. So <laughs> my kid would be like, "Mario, chill. I just wanted to play." This. Right. I literally <laughs> just wanted to play hot cross buns. Well, you, you don't want that no more. Right. <laughs> yeah, we play hot cross buns variations. Right. Like. Right. Period. So yeah. Kiss child goodbye. It's done. Who's the real loser here? The child. <laughs> Meanwhile, we literally fabricated all of that. Like <laughs> now you sitting in the, now you sitting in the Berlin field at twenty one crying. Because your mom made you. I'm driving you to every audition. I'm I'm backstage. <laughs> oh, who are you playing? Uh, Mendelssohn. It's a blind audition, but I'm, your mom and your proctor. She's sitting there like <laughs> <laughs> looking at the freaking eye thing. Like I see you. Right. You better not throw this. But <laughs> <laughs> not mess up this audition. How do we get here? No, no. Y'all see how we just keep going? Keep, and, and then we wonder why episode would be 27 hours. Right. We can write a, short, a book of short stories. Like, of just tangents that we go on. <laughs> Cosby Black short stories. I'm here for it. I hope this little girl hear it, because I would love to see it. Yep, that's the news. Try to keep it short and sweet this week. Well, short and better this week, so. <sighs> okay, so I was on Classic FM's website. Our, um... Cousins across the pond and Petty. Not across the pond. <laughs> and I saw this quiz I thought we could take. Uh, I'll probably edit out the silence. Um, are you logical or emotional based on your taste in music? I don't know where they find this picture of Bob. I was just about to say, this picture is wild. And it's weird. It's so weird. Like, well, like, y'all will see. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's, here we go. So, pick your favorite composer. Bach, Tchaikovsky. Who is this? I ain't Audi. People gonna be like, y'all a classical music podcast. I've never ever heard. I mean, I've never heard anything by Salieri before. (laughs) But you know who Salieri was. I'm talking about you. I don't be knowing nothing. This don't even. Where where I'm getting that knowledge from? Like, (laughs) oh, see, I don't even feel bad. He a contemporary composer. You know, I don't know about it. Nathan about it. He cute with his little glasses though. Is it him? Oh, it's the guy on the cover of the thing. All right, well, I'm picking Tchaikovsky. Favorite of these, yeah. Uh, someone just split. Just okay. I've got to get into the, they're British. Someone just spilled coffee over your sheet music, and you're performing on stage in two minutes time. What? How do you react? 
um, cancel the or the choices are no big deal. I know it all by heart anyway. Or cancel the performance immediately and never come near my sheet music. Again. Okay, I hate when they write quizzes like this. Yeah, it's like it. I don't like. It's not gonna be that extreme. Like I'm not canceling the performance. And also, like they spilled coffee on it. Like to what to what extent? And also, like hey, nobody, we can't delay the performance, so we can just go up to Sibley and print it out. Right. Like, it's not like it's like okay, it's wet, but like it's not unreadable. It's coffee, not tar. Like right. <laughs> So I guess no big deal. I'd be irritated, but also I'll be it was irritated. An it was a yeah. Yeah. I mean, I w- it depends on the circumstances. Like if you was messing around and you tap dancing and backstage and now you spill your coffee, like why were you doing that? Exactly. But like if it was an accident, like I'd be irritated. But like whatever, I'm gonna pick the first one because I'm not canceling the performance. It was what? Also, I did a whole bunch of work to get here. So also, we- at what performance do I have the authority to do that? Right. Like- <laughs> <laughs> this is another question. If I, if I were musical if okay if musical instruments were people you would rather be a it's a lot of choices harpsichord violin saxophone or okay organ organ okay flute that's not a weird coming out flute Ooh, not with my lips no, right no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay cello piano trumpet I'm cello cause flute are they loud and screechy okay I know I'm not picking harpsichord, violin, or saxophone for sure. Saxophone, like, but smooth. I do jump. not like the saxophone. Really? I was in middle school band, so I hate, <gasps> I like like I saxophone. have. I mean, I didn't play, but like just the people who did play were like constantly honking and like mm-hmm. just. I have like I can't with it. I have never heard a like good classical saxophone until I came here, mm-hmm. but like I just I I simply cannot. I think I'm pick piano. Cause piano's gonna be all like all quiet and stuff. So I'm gonna pick quiet piano. I'm gonna pick cello. Okay, which of these classical pieces do you enjoy listening to the most? Puccini's O Mio Babino Caro. I don't know that. Toccata and Fugue in D minor by Bach. Rachmaninoff, Piano Concerto Number Two, Chopin's Nocturne in C sharp minor, and Zadok the Priest by Handel. Hey, well, it's definitely not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Handle's so boring. Is that Bach? Handle. Is that the... You hear me? Handle. <laughs> handle. handle. Oh. <laughs> I say handle. Shit. Like... <laughs> <laughs> handle. Um, um, that's the. Maybe. That's that. I think so. Yeah. I'm between Rachmaninoff because that me means too. freaking slaps and Puccini. I'm between Rachmaninoff and Bach. hard finally i don't know because have we had the same answer no we we split another question Hold on, i need to um remind myself what this sounds like hey, thorough <laughs> i was about to take a guess okay <laughs> <laughs> like what are the consequences oh my god Yeah, it's definitely this one for me. But you can pull it back on me. Some people are <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with us. Like yeah. we cannot speak. I am going to pick Rachmaninoff. Like yeah, people are gonna start a uh, GoFundMe to get classically wax some speaking classes. Like I'm picking Puccini. <laughs> if you did that, I, I would <laughs> thunder fire punish you. Okay. You're running late for your choir rehearsal. Well, next question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? 
turn around and go home. I'll just text my choir director to find out what I missed. Walking late, but the whole time worrying about what people think of you. I'm walking late. I'd rather be late than not go at all. Like, yeah. if this is orchestra, I'm not just going to not show up. And, like, why would... Right, if this is orchestra, also, why would I text the, the conductor what I miss? <laughs> That's exactly, like, six from my freaking... Remember on my yeah. and our horror stories or whatever thing? Did the coaching go okay? No. Because you're not there. <laughs> what? It literally, by definition, could not have gone okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um. Yeah, I'm walking in late. Yeah. Also, that's awful. also not off-brand for me. I mean, I've been doing better. With rehearsal, first of all, Kermit Hayden was looking at me crazy. I'm like, ain't nobody gonna congratulate me for being on time to everything as Sphinx? And they were like, no. no. Was, <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't. And Jasmine, Jasmine, she was like, you for real? And I'm like, Jasmine, congratulate me. She's like, ugh, congratulations. I'm just mad she did it. Why would she, why would she pay, like, cave on that? <laughs> Alright. Okay. What? Okay, I mean, <laughs> If you could, if you could play one of these pieces on repeat, it would be okay. The last one, what right. the heck? Right. So, flower duet, the cat's fugue by Scarlatti. Okay. Uh, Beethoven's Fairy Lease or Pachelbel's Canon. I would rather I would lay down and die for all of these. I'm picking flower duet. That yeah, one, I'd rather on do repeat? that. I don't. I mean. What else am I pick? I'd rather pick Beethoven. Because mm. at least it's like a, a sonata, right? Oh, I guess, yeah. Well, I already stuck to Flower Duet. And plus, I don't be doing barely nothing. I mean, I have pizzicato downbeats in Flower Duet. Uh-uh. Like, go ahead. I can check out. Um, yeah, but... It, oh, you meant, like, play. Yeah. I thought I meant... Oh, play. See, we can't play. Yeah. I thought I meant, like, physically play. Girl, I cannot play for at least. I can't even play... I can't even have... Chords in one hand and, and Lil Diddy in the other hand on well, piano. I mean, I'm not thinking, like, I'm thinking this is, like, oh, if you could it, play oh, it, okay, you know? Okay. But, yeah, if it was played, I would pick for this as well. And finally, the key signature that best represents you is C major, no sharps, no drama, A flat minor, I'm a little complicated. Like the whole world is like in my business, cause it's like I feel like no one's not no okay maybe some people are. Yeah, you know, like a simple person like you don't really be you should like like Richard. Yeah, Richard would be C major like, for sure. Yeah, I'm picking A flat minor. I feel like I should pick. I feel like I want to pick C major because I really don't be caring, but at the same time like everybody got stuff. That's the thing. If it it's was like, A flat major, I would because. Cause F minor, but I'm picking C major. Just a difference because we picked a lot of the same mm-hmm. answers. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to get the same thing because it's only two things, right? Yeah. What'd you get? Let's calculate. I got logical. Um, it says uh, when solving a problem, your head usually leads the way, and your taste in music is no different. Just like a baroque masterpiece, logic always wins. Well, I was falling for a minute. <laughs> um. I got emotional. When solving a problem, your heart usually leads the way, and your taste in music is no different. Whether it's a passion aria or a sweet sounding symphony, emotion always wins. That's pretty on brand. I mean, I'm not like this. These I'm are pretty not, accurate. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm not like, logical though. I'm not okay. Like, did I say that? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, at least the way that like your brain malfunctioning. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not illogical. Like, no. Yeah, I pretty. But you be sensitive. I'm sensitive. Sometimes. I'm sensitive sometimes. I'm sensitive depending on the person. Like, and I know I'm sensitive because the way my where my brain goes, people around me be like, hey, are you for real? Yeah, like, I'd be like, I didn't even see, like, that didn't even, that was even the ballpark of things that I was thinking about. I remember I was talking to you about whether or not I should do that thing in a couple weeks and a couple, like, a couple months ago, and I was like, and then they're gonna be like, what is black girl, da, da, da. and you were like, where did that yeah. even come from? <laughs> like, where did, how did you even get there? I'm like, what you mean it's right here? And you're like, <laughs> Katie, let's do a thing. <laughs> if you say that, then you mean that I'm doing this and I, I can't do that. I'm like, what? But then also, like, every, well, not everybody, mainly just you and me, go off on things, like, and create things that aren't there. Yeah. Like, me and you together. Oh. <laughs> like, okay. Anyway. We'll let the quiz. Y'all let us know <laughs> what it is. And moving on. Yes. Like, I'm so good. 
our freaking uh, waiter didn't, didn't bring us a bread refill, and we were like, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, man, he probably like them black girls don't know that like, <laughs> yeah, I was want something. I was looking for handouts. <laughs> The restaurant was literally seven o'clock on a Saturday. Right, it was <laughs> full to the broom. Like the poor dude was doing the best he could. And he was so nice. Like, and like, I mean, okay, to be clear, we weren't like we weren't complaining that we didn't have bread. Like, that's yeah. not what we were, but we were like, we were like, hi, can we please get some more bread? He was like, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, and then you wanted some more avocado in your burger, your one hundred percent beef burger. Okay, and I wanted a so, what did I want? Oh, a lemon. Oh dang, I would kill for one of those right now. I'm never gonna lose weight. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So we asked him for stuff, and he was so nice about it. He brought and he brought it, but then, but we were such a mess because he was trying to walk away because he was doing something else. Yeah. And and he he and we were like he probably like we should have stopped right there because we don't yeah. know what he was like. Exactly. Like he was just thinking about doing his job. Yeah. Like, like, he probably like dumb black girls. I was want something. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> and then we got this whole story about yeah just <laughs> wow. It was ridiculous. So, anyway, moving on to the topic this week. Well, y'all, today we are talking about <clears throat> code switching. And, hey guys, it's Delaney. I was talking about Michael, I don't even know how to do it. Okay, so we, t- we talked about this on the show, but some people are new here. So, our first, like, encounter with code switching, I mean, not personal but like together so we were at sphinx 2017 and we were in what is 2017 yeah 2018 2018 yeah oh okay so we were at sphinx in 2018 and we were in a session and i don't know what the panel was on i don't remember and uh what did the person say on the panel they were like code switching is like i don't remember yeah code switching is difficult or or whatever and it's make you feel like you're authentic self and me being loud i had no idea it was that loud but i was like yup that's why i don't do it and like everybody around me heard what i said and i started laughing and like it's true i don't code switch and we can get into um talking about code switching and and how it is in classical music and stuff like that so what is code switching delaney well, you said I'm gonna look up on Urban Dictionary to see what they gotta say. Mm-hmm. So to me, code switching is basically like you're in a, a different space that you feel like you need to change the like the way you talk. So like the tone of your voice, the sometimes the timbre of your voice, mm-hmm. um, the types of words that you use, um, to make yourself more palatable <laughs> for the people yeah. in that space, like you you get to switching up basically because you think like your regular self is not going to be well received yeah like i mean this definition is very like nice and like whatever like to customize style speech to the audience or group being addressed and i'm like customize i'm like i think it's what you said like i think it's you're thinking about making yourself more palatable because like you don't think like your your self as you are is like gonna be accepted that thing is like really freaking messed up and like i don't know i started code switching in high school because i think before i was just like living my life i I don't know like how i really was before i was not nearly as wild as i am now but um in high school when i started taking all them like okay so my freshman year of high school i took straight honors classes so there's there was level i don't know how they do it now but there was like you can be in straight honors you can be in mixed honors whereas like you it's honors everyone some people are regular some people are in honors and you meet in the middle like the teacher just teaches a class and people in honors might have to do more work or they have to read a different version or whatever and then you have regular so i was in straight honors classes so that meant that i was literally the only black girl in the majority of my classes like and i was in symphony orchestra all the black lit people were in string orchestra having the time of their lives um i was the only black person in symphony orchestra i was only black person in my all of my classes except for biology biology was freaking lit because it was mixed honors so i had fun great times had by all um because black people are fun okay um so i think around that time around freshman year that's when i started to like switch up my voice and be like when i was talking to certain people talking to certain teachers i'd be like i can't even do it i really can't Mm. i'm like what about you like what is your what is your uh I co switch by instinct. Like it's literally like it's just an instinct. Like 
period. Um, I've tried to stop doing it, and as I've gotten like more irritated and short tempered, okay. um, like like the code switching. What I've noticed, it automatically goes away if I get like upset or something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. or if I get like a little where you know sometimes when things cross over into the into the range of like tense, mm-hmm. like in any situation, like it, it completely goes away. It's not yeah. hard for me to to um. To, to drop it mm-hmm. you know but like to be completely honest like it's simply an instinct at this point mm-hmm. um and like when you were saying you don't do it i was like it literally never ever occurred to me to just not do it <laughs> like because it was so normal yeah like to do it but i mean and i also didn't coast switch often because i've been around black people for my whole life like except for like some high school teachers, mm-hmm. which I was barely even talking to y'all because like what I need to talk to you for except for a couple times a year for about something like, you know, yeah. Um, but then when I got here, I was surrounded on all sides. So <laughs> like, well, you know, like but not surrounded on all sides. I'm not. I mean, but OK, so your classes, even when you went to perform arts high school, like what, what, what was the makeup of them? Cause thinking about like I'm thinking about like having to when we talk about Shakespeare and everybody giving all these like deep points and da 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 and you have to raise your hand and and say something like that that voice is coming on that was for me like that voice is definitely coming on to make sure I sound smarter to make sure like and mind you like hours like minutes before I'm in the hallway cackling you, it, in my Jamaican accent loud as heck I go in that classroom it was, a, it was a completely different Katie I hated that I I hated that like. So I just, I don't know. I don't remember what happened. I just stopped doing it. I'm also not, like, it's not hard for me to not do it if I'm around other black people. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, so, like, I had, <clears throat> I had, there were other black people in my school who were my friends who were also in class with me. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we were, like, in class, like, nah. Especially depending on the teacher, like, nah. <laughs> like, we were just doing whatever. Well, I wasn't doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if I raised my hand and say something, it would just be regular. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Like I said, I think I've probably said this before, like, when I used to go, every now and then I would be in a situation where, like I said, it's on our sides. Mm. And my mom would tell me, like, represent. And, like, obviously it was, it was not her intention for that to mess me up. Mm-hmm. But, like, I went into situations with a lot of white people thinking, like, you're, I'm probably the first black person that they've ever met. Mm-hmm. And they're going to probably, like, how their experience with me might influence how they treat black people in the future. So like mm-hmm. the and like obviously that's not fair, but yeah. like I mean that's the truth. And I have been like I can tell I have been the first black person some people have met. Like I couldn't. I'm crazy. I've been the first black per- person someone has met like in in a in a, cer- in a, cer- a particular circumstance. Like when I did that community festival whatever in Korea. Like some of them people like has never seen black people because you live in you live in yeah, whatever. In yeah, but like. And but other than that, like my my upbringing in Evanston and like like I never I've never been in a situation where like you're probably, I'm probably the first black person you met. Yeah, like because I was at this this <clears throat> music camp, um, that was like kind of small in like, um, in like the wilderness in New York. But um, like I'm sure they've seen a black person before, but never spoken to one. Mm-hmm. And all you see, and if all you see of black people is on TV, so what you see people getting shuffled to jail on the news mm-hmm. or you see real housewives of Atlanta and like what like what are you expecting from me yeah. that's what you're expecting from me so like I would get to the point where I'm like well I just need to be like completely pleasant and like it, it was more like like if you meet your great aunt mm-hmm. you know and you're like hey you know like mm-hmm. it's nothing you don't deviate from that little thing and like mm-hmm. I mean that's very much that's kind of like how my life is here now like most of these most of these white folks don't know my private life mm-hmm. and like i i would have a little small talk with you in the hallway maybe but like mm-hmm. that's about it and that's not to say i don't have any <laughs> friends that aren't black because yeah. i do um but i feel like those people like even even so with my friends that aren't black our friendships are different i'm not close switching around them for Cause like what's the point of being friends like you're literally not friends with me yeah like <laughs> you're not friends with me but like um i mean obviously like i'm not gonna be like we don't be period sis you know like it's the because that's also like aspects of black culture that like i talk about with my black friends that like they're literally like 
same thing like my one of my closest friends uh chloe who's filipino like she not about to be speaking to me in tagalog or something like yeah. i don't like i don't know nothing much about filipino culture besides like i played at her church a couple times mm-hmm. so like the i mean like other than regular stuff like it's it's like that's that's different mm-hmm. but like as far as code switching like it's pretty instinctual like i've gotten a little better at it just because i have no more patience left mm-hmm. but like i'm telling you like i just i just simply don't but like so this next year coming up is probably gonna be like just regular delaney i mean one of my closest friends eileen like whatever she's he's polish you know what i'm saying and like i talked to her normal like i've all the friends that I used to like friends. Okay. But like from when I was younger, like in high school, so all the friends that I had to like cold switch and like, I was like, use a voice. I don't talk to those people anymore. Also, a lot of the times I was forced in those situations. Like I did this thing called Yamo every year when I was in high school. It's like a, it's a show where it's completely student written, student run. There is like advisors, but like students write the music and compose the music students whatever so like i did that so my first high school experience was being the only being of like a 70 piece cast including like crew and stuff being one of three black people and yamo is like the first eight weeks of school so that was my first high school experience and then paired with my classes it was a wild ride and then also, so I did Yamo all four years. And then, but even some of the, some of the actors would be black or whatever, but like, I'm not mixing with the, with the actors because we were doing rehearsals in, in on the other side of the school actually. And then by the time I got to senior year, I was on the board of Yamo. So I'm now I'm with these people all summer, people have no, nothing in common with. So I'm trying to make myself palatable and whatever. Those aren't like, but those people aren't my friends, you know what I'm saying? So once I got to a place where like literally tired of like literally where you are like i was just fed up i was like i'm just gonna talk how i talk and uh, if it's a problem for you then whatever and like i only we said stand at that time like i, I don't be like period poe because she'll be like mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like uh, eileen's like she's she's tapped and she knows what that means but like it's the same thing we said like we we have a certain it's not cold switching, but we have a way that we interact because, like, yeah, because that's like that's just not in your that's not their vernacular. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, we, meet, like okay. we meet in the middle, you know, yeah. like, and it's it's normal. But for for me, I just okay. Do you think cold switching? Um, you think cold switching is necessary? No. Okay, well, hold up. So I feel like it. Sh- it I mean, it shouldn't be. Yeah, I feel like in some like some people are really going to like some people are really going to have a problem with with meeting people that don't code switch yeah that's what i mean like and that may not like (laughs) not code switching may be detrimental to you is what i will say shouldn't be but i mean that's also the reality of the world that okay so i was watching this mukbang i like mukbangs depending (laughs) because sometimes like this one dude that i started i subscribed to recently i think he has valid points on things right he just i think whatever i think he makes really good points and while he he's like (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, you know I mean? I'm trying to eat healthier. So he made a salad. The salad started out healthy because it was like okay. lettuce and tomatoes and cucumbers. And then he and then what? And they put like half a bottle of Italian dressing on it. And he had three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on wheat bread. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but that may be healthier for him. I mean. Healthier than what he would have eaten. So I mean, reading through the comments, I think it was a step in. It was great good for him like i mean he, he's not like he's not big but he it is like weight has something to do with health so yeah i was just about to say what what is cholesterol looking like or his right blood pressure no vitals coming back looking like <laughs> rage um so he was talking about how he at his job he tried to put he probably tried to put one of his friends on so uh, the girl had an interview and then whatever he got, she got along with the manager and she didn't get the job. So he hit up some because he don't work there no more. He's a YouTuber. So, but he hit up somebody at the job and was like, "Yo, I thought like my home girl I put my home girl on. Like, how come she didn't get the job? Whatever." And he was like, "Well, the manager was like, she seems like one of those black people that like is kind of like ghetto. So he didn't hire her." I'm like, I was looking at the computer like I was dumb. Okay, I was so lost and it's like that that's real life stuff like that i don't know i mean i don't so i i guess like code switching whatever but i also so i think it's detriment to not code switch but i'm i refuse to do it i also believe in time and place 
Well, I feel like, yeah, it's a detriment, but I feel like some people will just be like, oh, okay, she's just not going to close with it. That's fine. Like, people don't think about it like that. But, like, then you get people like that who will be like, oh, she must be ghetto. Like, yeah. I mean, while my freaking resume, like, yeah. come on. Like, no. Nah. But, yeah, like you were saying, time and place is a difference. I think everything's about time and place. Like, okay. Like, okay. I've said it before. With my, with my teacher, my teacher is black. You know what I'm saying? But I don't go into my lesson and be like, Miss Taylor, so uh, I don't get how to play this, so you're going to have to like run it back. I'm like, I'm not going to speak to him in that way because we're both professionals. We're in a professional space. Like, every once in a while, like in studio class, if he says something wild to me, I'll be like, okay. I'm like, because I, what I want to be like, are you freaking dead? You know? Okay. But I'm not going to say that in front of this. I'm like, Miss Taylor, like, are you freaking, like, no. And because he'll be like, Katie, you're gonna you're gonna play walking backwards next week in class. I'm not backwards. <laughs> okay. Um, but in studio class too, and when Miss Taylor be acting wild, first of all, everybody know everybody knew to look at my face because my face is like he can you cannot be for real right now, like um. I just feel like yeah, like you gotta take it into account. Like it's different if you're just being like you're switching from professional or whatever because you can be professional and, and still talk like in the same like i can just i know i change the tone of my voice i do know i really can't um okay i, I really can't like i can't fake it mm-hmm. it's, it turns on when it turns on yeah, yeah, yeah. like when i tr- try to imitate it like i probably can like i'm sure you try hard enough you can do it yeah like, yeah i mean that, but, that, was, um, that was a tailor came out of nowhere that shocked the hell out of me <laughs> um but like the it's in, in its true form like you it's know like it's different when it's authentic like yeah but um what was i even going with this like um it's it's different to know your time and place like i do close in front of my teacher mm-hmm. um but also like part of that is just uh, it's a combination of like yes my teacher's white but also he's also like my elder and someone that yeah. i um I respect and uh someone like he is a teacher i'm a student like yeah, you know like there's very true so there are very different things in play yeah, yeah that yeah. all come into like there is probably no one that i am more careful with my words with than my teacher because like what well, was like okay my grandma but if you've met my grandma like <laughs> my grandma not coach with you for no body like i talk to my grandma regular daily like about even thinking about okay let's talk about that so we should see like do we, okay we should let's see if we actually code switch right let's see if we actually do it so my grandma um is jamaican i don't think her accent's not that bad because there's some jamaicans that come here and refuse to assimilate like they just here i mean i don't blame yeah them. <laughs> like my uncle douglas i don't i don't know what he's saying sometimes and he'll be like are you deaf and i'm like okay you sound like you came here yesterday like okay <laughs> like and he's been here for like 30 years but um it has not been that long anyway that's not the point um but my grandma when she goes to church and she's talking to my pastor my pastor's not jamaican so like changing your voice to like navigate that is like that is that code switching i feel that's a little different if you have an accent like but most people i didn't know that like I mean, not that I didn't know, because, like, you can imitate accents, mm-hmm. but, like, I didn't realize that people did that. Like, they try to make your their accent easier to understand. Because, mm-hmm. like, I can understand your grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't know that people did that. Yeah. I feel like maybe if you have a really heavy accent and you can, then, like, and you're in a situation. Like, I had a teacher, a chemistry teacher, who had a really, really thick accent. I could, like, barely understand it. Mm-hmm. But, like, also, I was like, that's literally just his voice. Like, what, what do you what i'm gonna do be more american like no yeah. i'm gonna just i'm gonna try harder to understand you like yeah. period i don't know i have no i guess i have no like opinion on that because i don't have an accent so yeah my cousin and i have accent to someone but yeah, people say i have an accent i'm like i talk normally i mean everybody people have like slight accents yeah. to like where they're from and like i have accent to someone like someone's yeah. not american but like mm-hmm. you know but um my cousin I'm not gonna say his name, but he is like he's a seven year old and he lives in Jamaica. But his parents pay tuition because like school is compulsory in Jamaica, like in a lot of places. But you you can go to your neighborhood school, whatever. If you test better, you they'll send you like across the island, whatever. But they his parents pay for him to go to private school. So when I first met him, I was like, I'm thinking this kid is watching like way too much YouTube because like the way his accent was like I'm just, I know what a yard accent like like you are a thick Jamaican accent like that's like my 
that's my experience so when i met this kid i'm like if you don't start watching the little white boys on youtube like why you sound like this you know and but it's because like they they teach them at the school like how to speak so that you are understood like in a in a professional way even like this young it's a catholic school in, in the capital so like the way he speaks i'm like you speak better than me like um so i don't know if that's code switching or, or not but also like i think it gets into the idea of like time and place like even though like i said like even though my teacher's black like the way that i interact with him he's still this is still a professional thing this is still like you are my teacher i'm here to learn from you or like dealing with um dealing with people with other people in professional spaces like, when i'm in an interview i'm, I'm probably speaking like this mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm not going any further than this i'm thinking of like just yeah i'm thinking of like this last year especially like depending on it really depends on the setting for me like mm-hmm. if i don't have it in me like i just don't have it in me anymore like because like i said a while ago like i got to a point where i would literally like it would be like a weight off of my shoulders if i was alone mm-hmm. here like especially because yeah. i didn't have any black friends at the time mm-hmm. so like when i was finally just by myself i was like oh, thank god mm-hmm. like you know and now i'm like i can't do that anymore like so like if i'm in class depending on um like if i'm irritated especially if i'm in like theory or something like yeah i'm gonna talk regular because because i need to, like i'm letting them know like by my facial expression i can't hide my facial expressions mm-hmm. and my emotions like it'd be written all over my face I'm a, so I'm the, the voice way. goes to yeah like <laughs> like if i'm gonna say you're gonna know you're mm-hmm. just, like no matter how hard i try to hide it sometimes like, you gotta talk to these people so they can understand you know what i'm yeah. saying like i remember one time i we literally came back from I think I've said this before. We came back from break and it was like the way Eastman theory works. Like you're, it's a semester thing. So you, you might not have the same TA from semester to semester. And this time I didn't, I had a really, I had a professor my first, um, semester here at Eastman. So then I'm, I'm getting a TA fine, whatever. Some TAs do really well. Okay. Richard. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so this girl, like she starts, she puts up the, um, the, whatever the little key signature, whatever the heck, and then she she just starts playing. So I raised my hand. I'm like, so when y'all stop giving starting pitches? And I said it just like that. Because I'm confused. Are you kidding? I don't care what. This could be graduate theory. And I'm like, when y'all stop giving starting pitches? Like, <laughs> and I get it. Like, you should be able to hear me. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to hear so in the bass. But also, there was there's no information. You ain't giving, you ain't giving none of the pitches. Mm-hmm. Not bass. No bass. No, no. What, what's it called? Right now? Like, you yeah. Know, <laughs> what's it called? Like, you give nothing. I remember raising my hand in the, in the class laugh. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to say it in a way that you understand that I am upset. Yeah. I'm like, when did y'all stop giving? Starting pitches and she was like, Oh, well, if we, we think you should be able to You think I should be able to what? Okay. Viola performance, music education. There ain't no part of that. Let's write a symphony. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, like I feel like and especially like in, in things where I need people to take me seriously, like, um, it, it depends on the situation. Like if we're talking about like if I'm talking on like a black issue, like when I was on that meeting about them arming people on campus, mm-hmm. like I I was my my most authentic self. Yeah. Because like I'm first of all I'm the only black person in this room, and I think it's important for people like like my grandma like sometimes people with like older mentalities like I remember when Snoop Dogg he Snoop Dogg was a crip and he met with like the LAPD about something mm-hmm. um after like one of these shootings happened and he was wearing like his his pants were sagging a little bit he was wearing like his his blue plaid shirt button up like mm-hmm. you know and i think he might have had mm-hmm. a bandana tied to his waist or something like that mm-hmm. she's like why is he dressing like that and blah, 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 and like he dressed up like a gangster and blah, blah, blah. like she was saying that but i was like grandma i was like I think it's a good thing that he dressed like yeah. that because these are the police and you're trying to get them to stop harassing black men. And this is how black men dress in the hood. Right. You need to understand that this is a black, like black men can look like this and not be threatening to you. Yeah. Like right. I was like, it's very, it's actually very important that you see black people in their most authentic selves yeah. because then you get stuff like, Oh, you're not one of those black people though. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. and I, if someone said that to me, I would lose my mind. Like I would lose my, okay, you're not one of those type of black people. I'm about to be <laughs> I could pop a black person you ain't never I, seen before. I would say like I could give you ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm about to be a type of black person you have never seen before. <laughs> like you're gonna wish I was one of those type of yeah. black people. Oh, oh my gosh! Like I, I pray, I pray for you know and they, for me. People know who they can say that, that stuff here to. Here we go. Because people know who they can mess with. Because like, some of the that's stuff, across the board. Some of the stuff that even the black people at Eastman be telling us, someone so said this in front of me. I said they would, would never. <laughs> I'm like they they know they can say that around you. They would 
some of the stuff. Uh, never. Some of the horror <laughs> stories I be hearing. I'm like, they said they're pretty. I'm like, you're lying to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and you're I'm, making stuff up. I'm like, to my face, in front of God. You're going to lie to me. Right. I be so confused. <laughs> I'm like, ain't no way they said that to you. I went, uh, so I don't even look nice. Like, so, <laughs> like for real. And it's not even like, I, I get that all the time because like, I have like RBF, but like, bad. It's not terrible, but I don't really look, it's like, terrible. I, like, you look like you're in rage. Like, right, but I mean, and I have no idea like, I don't even be knowing, like, I don't really be seeing your face resting. Like, when am I just watching you? Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> I, remember, I walked into a, an, uh, an event one time, and I was, like, looking for my sword at, at their table, and uh, one of them was like, Katie, fix your face. And I was, oh, yeah. I I was like, I'm literally just trying to find y'all, and I'm blind, so yeah, you, I'm just looking for the sea of You're squinting, yeah. like, your brow is furrowed, like, <laughs> it just be like face. That. I'm like, I'm not going to walk smiling all the time. That's weird. There's this freaking, okay, so I was at this um competition or whatever that was in and it was going so long and you know me i don't like being late i had a lesson after this mm-hmm. um and my lesson was like well after it but it went over like like two hours longer than oh i was expecting like i was, I was so livid, livid like and so they were taking a picture at the end oh my God. i could not i'm telling you i was counting down from 10 like i could not for the life of me fix my face my mom it, has my mom showed you this picture no everyone is facing forward I'm I'm looking up like like with my eyes closed like I'm wow. looking up at the ceiling like I am seething with rage <laughs> and I cannot go anywhere <laughs> like I like it was to the point where like they were like Delaney smile and I was just I wasn't responding like I was just looking at them like like okay and like in the picture I was actually looking up at the ceiling like I was not even looking at the camera because I was like so it, it was to the point where I'm like if I say anything if I do anything like yeah. I'm the person like I, one thing like you can the, I understand that I can't go off at any time like I don't right. have anger issues it doesn't right. take it takes a lot to get me like mad to that point mm-hmm. but like one thing I I must be able to control is my facial expressions and my emotions. I hate yeah. when people try to suppress your emotion. Like that's yeah. not healthy. Yeah. So like for something like that, it's like I can't say what I want to say right now. Right. So I'm gonna look how I want to look. Right. Like I don't know how we came. What we what were we talking about facial expressions for? Because um wait hold on I'm running back I'm running back. So I was talking about RBF. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. you were doing. Because people, because we were saying that people wouldn't dare say stuff to us. Yeah. And you were like, okay, now I get it. But one thing I did want to say about Code Switching versus Time and Place, a perfect example of that is this podcast. Like, ah. where we have, where we understand time and place, but we're not code switching. Because this is our regular speaking voice. This is a conversation between me and you, and not much is filtered out. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that you and I have an understanding that we're not going to say yeah. on the show. Like, and yeah. that's not code switching. That's knowing that, like, this is something that has our name on it that's going to be public. Right. We're applying for jobs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's certain things that you just should not yeah, say, say publicly. Right. Like, that are, you know, certain words and mm-hmm. and things. Like, you're obviously, if you're talking to your friends in a private conversation, like, you might say some things that you, that it's just not you know it's just not wise to put out there like we i mean we dragon organizations we're selling our names already like (laughs) but like we said about baltimore last week not last week but one episode (laughs) but like this is a perfect example of like you you can understand time and place without code switching at all yeah like but some people really don't get time and place like and i think those people are fun because like they're literally being their most authentic selves. But sometimes it's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to I think at that point it's about couth and mm-hmm. like self representation and like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like sometimes it's Yeah, like sometimes it's like especially like when we were we were at a certain restaurant and the company that we worked for, like we all had the sweatshirts on with the name of it on it, like mm-hmm. and this particular person who like I mean, great, you're you're you like regardless and that's great that's good for you but also it's the middle of the day we're at a restaurant their family's in here you're literally saying the n-word loudly cursing loudly throwing stuff across the table like if you were at if hey if you're at the club with your friends on a saturday night like go ahead go nuts with it like yeah you know but like it's not the time or place right you're making everybody uncomfortable in a way like we're not saying you can't be loud people are loud like you know and people can deal with that but like there's a child right here Mm -hmm. and you're talking about porn so like (laughs) while throwing around curse words yes 
like I just I mean but the person you're talking about like they're likable like people like them yeah so but also like we're in a business meeting and you're saying that for a constantly yeah like I was I was embarrassed for that person because the person in charge of the meeting was like can you yeah that's embarrassing when someone has to tell you to watch what you're saying and you're an adult you should be you should be ashamed yeah. you should really be ashamed like especially when it's like it's not even something like it's not even like someone's like Katie can you put your voice up a little bit and can you like yeah. it's like like you're actually you're literally in the wrong like <laughs> you're in a professional space and you're cursing like yikes totally but uh yeah join the conversation and let us know what you think about color switching are you good mm-hmm. okay and we are moving on All right to black excellence to black excellence where we hype you up gas you up and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top and this week we're talking about jennifer okay <laughs> all right i've never heard her <laughs> jennifer okay we're talking about jennifer arnold viola goddess extraordinaire uh jennifer is a cleveland native and also a cim graduate so after she left cim she just hopped on over hopped on over <laughs> what a queen Hopped on over to the Portland Symphony. I kind of, I don't have like a gauge of like how how does one win a job at twenty? Like, like Adam getting the the Detroit Fellowship, like not even before, like didn't even graduate Eastman. Like you just get to Detroit and then you don't even finish the fellowship. You just go. <laughs> Yeah, like you literally like you're doing hopscotch with your career. Meanwhile, I'm dangling off the yeah, edge. Like, and, like I have no gauge for that. Like I don't understand. Okay, but yes, got Portland Symphony after she graduated. She did 14 seasons with the Portland Symphony. Um, while she was there, she was she served. Uh, she did one season as director of artistic operations with the 45th Parallel Chamber Series. One thing I like about Jennifer, like she plays viola, but she is so involved in her community like this is true activism this is true like i want to see social change i wanted i want to implement things not like yeah i do like a little yeah, it might be, could be nice yeah i do a little benefit kind of like once a year like she's actually like she's on committees in her orchestra like uh she was on the planning committee i'm gonna well, let me jump down she was on she served as the or- on orchestra committee the contract committee the artistic advisory committee like just advocating for musicians through and through um, she was the first diversity fellow for arts administration for Sphinx organization. So she worked with Sphinx Connect and a bunch of other stuff. Um, she was chapter president of the American String Teachers Association in Oregon. Um, she was also on the planning committee for Oregon Bravo, which is Portland's El Sistema inspired program. So, so okay, this is great because you have a professional accomplished musician in El Sistema. So it's like that's how it's supposed to work. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like. You're you're at like this huge like this huge organization like the Portland Symphony and then you're also giving back to the community in a meaningful way. Like, mm-hmm. um, she also her string quartet uh, Muse remix. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, does community outreach in in the Portland community and and plays around. And in addition, she's also um, a member of the Urban League. So Rochester mm-hmm. has an Urban League. You have, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. And so she'll she'll volunteer. It's just in her free time. Like how do you have free time? But um, she'll volunteer with the with the Urban League in her, her free time. So this year, uh, Jennifer will be moving down to Richmond, where she will. I'm gonna get her position right. So I'm not talking outside of my neck. <laughs> this season, Jennifer's heading to Richmond, Virginia, where she will be with the Richmond Symphony. And serving as new director of artistic planning and orchestral operations, which I, she told me, and I was like, "Thank God!" <laughs> like, because we just need people of color in these institutions, so maybe we can get like diversity repertoire and like actual advocacy for people of color. Like, and I was, I was really like, "Thank God!" Um, absolutely adore Jennifer. She's literally a person for the people. Like, she really cares about her community, orchestrally, and like people of color and black people okay she actually cares like it's not one of them like mm-hmm. <laughs> um so time and place no. so, I'm gonna, <laughs> so i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna i'm gonna uh link the the announcement of her position and also link uh or her bio and her website so you can check her out she's absolutely awesome doing a lot of good work and super proud to have met her and to know her yep jennifer 
I can be editing the um, the post about her. <laughs> you suck. Could you imagine? I feel like that's something somebody would name their kid, like just to be extra. Gen four. Yeah. And then Gen five. Okay. I told you, Megan Stallion's dog. Oh, His yeah. name is Fo. Four. Genesis six is actually a thing. Remember that? Do you remember Genesis six? Vaguely. Anyway, yeah. You got a piece of the week? Yep. Um, okay. Yep. <laughs> right. It's a classic because you were playing it the other day, and I was like, "Oh, it's the marriage of Figaro Overture." It slaps still, so it will always slap. Yeah, I forgot about it. You have a favorite recording? No, because <laughs> I literally just was listening to it last night because mm. you played it. Yeah, and this is the first time I listened to it since. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's one thing. Most of it does overtures really well. It's not. It's not really an overture. Most of has done that. I don't really care for. Mm. I don't really know a ton of them. Yeah. Well, we did it. Oh, yeah. Time for the outro. Go ahead. You suck. No. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, black excellence suggestion, intermission suggestion, don't forget to email them to classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com. Also, vote for us. Um, we're gonna link it it says it in the description boxes it says vote for us you can click the link you literally pick us on the thing what is it even for i always forget hold up 21 cm the paw yeah um we get to we advance to another round if we get enough picks some of you guys are helping us out more of you girls like literally for a fraction if y'all just went and picked like it would just be astronomically better so don't forget to do that it's in the description box and we will talk to y'all next week bye y'all bye